every time you get a no, you're now just that much closer to that eventual yes. Welcome to Data-Driven Selling by the Sales Insights Lab, the podcast that helps reps and business owners generate more meetings and close more sales at higher prices. Let's face it, most salespeople are living in a constant state of fear around rejection. Whether we admit it to ourselves or not, so many of us are really worried that we're going to do something that's going to piss off that prospect or make them angry, and as a result, we are so afraid of that eventual rejection. But the reality is, is that there's very little to actually be afraid of. We have to remember, they can't hurt us, they can't do anything to us physically. So, so much of that fear is up in our head. So I'm going to show you five ways to never fear rejection in sales again. Check it out. Number one, they can't physically hurt you. We have to remember that they can't actually touch us. They can't hit us. They can't punch us. They can't attack us. So all of that fear around rejection that we do genuinely feel in a lot of cases around being afraid of making a prospect angry has nothing to do with any physical harm. You're not in a football game or a rugby game where you can actually physically get hurt if you do something wrong. In the game of sales, the risk is only that maybe you'll make a prospect a little cranky or they'll hang up on you or maybe they'll get annoyed with you but the risks are ultimately very very low and we have to keep that in mind every time you pick up that phone you make that dial you knock on that door or whatever you're doing to start that new conversation we have to remember that they cannot physically hurt us number two understand the evolutionary meaning of rejection this all goes back thousands and thousands of years when we were living in caves and we were living amongst tribes. If you went and approached a new tribe or a stranger in that tribe and that interaction didn't go well, you died. That tribe was going to kill you because that's how tribalism worked, is that if you stepped into an unknown tribe's territory and that interaction didn't go well, you died. So as a result, we have very, very deep-seated evolutionary programming that causes us to do everything we possibly can to avoid rejection. Because realistically, back in the day, rejection meant ultimate death. Now, fast forward to today's world, where none of that is true, yet the programming hasn't changed. Our evolutionary programming hasn't caught up to the realities of modern day. And so we live in this fear where if they get upset, we're so afraid, like we're actually going to get hurt. But the reality is we're not. And we have to keep that in perspective, that there is nothing that can happen that is so bad that would cause that rejection to do anything other than maybe make you feel a little embarrassed. Number three, know the math on nose. This is so, so important that we actually understand the math on the no's that we receive. Let's just use the example of, let's say, you're making cold dials to prospects. A good cold dialer is going to have a ratio of somewhere between 100 to 150 dials in order to close one appointment. Now that's a lot of dials. That's a lot of no's. That's a lot of not getting through. That's a lot of people hanging up on you. That's a lot of things that are a little bit less than pleasant happening in order to have that eventual reward. But when you know that, let's say you have a 150 to one ratio of dials to 
appointment set. And you know that every time you get a no, you're now just that much closer to that eventual yes. And so if you're using the right script, the right approach, the no is just a part of it. And it's not a big deal. Most no's are, oh, you know, this isn't a good time. Can you try back later? Most prospects are actually pretty nice in terms of how they're going to reject us, quote unquote. Or let's just say that your concern is around rejection when you're actually in the sales process. And so you really don't want the prospect to tell you no. But if you know that for every discovery call that you get on, you are going to close, let's say 25% of those, you know that every time you get a no, you're just that much closer to the next yes. And so we're not freaking out about getting that no. Instead, we just know, you know what? This is part of the game. That's okay. No is an okay outcome because I understand the math to no's. And as a result, I'm not afraid and I'm not fearful of rejection. Number four, Know your why. Understanding why you're doing this is so important. You could be in a million different other industries with a million different job categories. You could be in operations, you could be in finance, but you're in sales. And sales can be tough at times. And so understanding why you're here is so important. Chances are you're in sales because it's a path for you to make a lot more money than you would otherwise make in other job categories. Take customer service versus a salesperson. Customer service people make half to a quarter of what a top performing salesperson makes. We want to be in sales if we want to make that kind of money, but you have to remember why you're actually here. It's rarely about actually the dollar figure of the money, but what that money and what that wealth goes to. Is it for your family? Is it for some type of status? Is it for career development? What is it that drives you to pick up that phone every single time? That is your why. And getting very clear on what that why is makes every time you pick up that phone so much easier. Because you know what? There are going to be calls or there are going to be selling situations where things are kind of frustrating and they don't go the way you want. But understanding why you're doing it makes it so much easier. Because you know what? Some will, some won't, so what next? Know your why. Number five, celebrate big rejections. Now this may feel a little counter because if you've ever had a big rejection and if you've been in sales for long enough, you probably know what I mean. I consider a big rejection to be something where the prospect really does get testy. They get angry, they blow up, they hang up, they get really frustrated. And if you've been in sales for long enough, you've dealt with that. What we do in our organization is we celebrate those really big rejections. When someone just gets really cranky or really frustrated, we we write about it in our Slack group and we laugh about it and we talk about it in our sales meetings because you know what? It's just part of the game. And when we celebrate those moments, what happens is as a salesperson, we suddenly realize, you know what? It's not that bad. And quite honestly, it's by far the most interesting story that anyone else has heard all week. Those big rejections aren't a big deal. What you want to do is celebrate them and take their power away. The reason that we get embarrassed or upset is simply a result of what our brain tells us to do in reality reaction to the stimulus. The stimulus is the rejection. The stimulus is the prospect getting cranky. You have two options. You can get really upset and pouty and want to quit your job, or you can just laugh it off and tell your friends about it and have a laugh about it and move on to the next. That's what celebrating big rejections is all about. And it is so powerful because it takes away 
all of the power of that rejection. So there are five ways to never fear rejection in sales again. Thanks for listening. Want more tactical advice on selling? Register for our free video training on the five-step formula to closing more deals without price pushback, think it overs, or ghosting. Simply visit closing.training to get instant access. That's closing.training to get instant access.